This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to your Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're here. We're queer. Meh. Textual healing. Okay, so here is a sports story for y'all. Uh, I don't know why I said y'all. Um, so uh, the NHL has banned prize, pride jerseys and tape. Tape is, you know, the yeah. shit they put on their hockey sticks or whatever. Um, so to start things off, last year, or I, should, I think it's earlier this year, uh, the NHL offered rainbow warm-up jerseys for their players. Literally every player in the league gladly wore these uh, rainbow warm-up jerseys, except for seven. There were seven players that did not participate in rain, in wearing these uh, rainbow jerseys are during their respective their team's respective pride nights and that as a result this upcoming season in an apparent tip of the hat to homophobes the league is now banning warm-up jerseys in general hence no pride jerseys and it's also banning rainbow tape pride tape um, for players hockey sticks this is to avoid putting players in a position of demonstrating personal support for any quote <laughs> special initiatives as they call it <laughs> um so back in march a few teams said that there were some russian born players um how dare you no there were some russian born players who said that their safety was in jeopardy if they wore any rainbow colored garb and um even the league was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. No one in Russia is assassinating someone for wearing a rainbow jersey, warm-up jersey uh, in the United States uh, at, at NHL, uh, for the NHL. So before we dive into this conversation, um, I will say, I'm, and I've said this before on this podcast, and I'll say it again. I am not a believer that anyone should be forced to wear anything. Um, I just think I just find it creepy and bizarre to force someone's hand into into wearing a pride flag. But as we saw uh, with the NHL, if you give people the option to wear a pride jersey, ninety nine point five percent of them will gladly do it for one reason or another, whether they'll gleefully do it because, you know, hey, this is something I believe in or they're doing it because of a little bit of peer pressure, but they're happy to still do it. 
Yeah. I think that that to me makes perfect sense. Give people the option. Don't force people, in my opinion, but give people the option. So I think the NHL fucked up. What do you guys think? I mean, I think it's so cute. I don't know. I think it's so cute. <laughs> the wait, idea of cute? like the idea of like straight NHL players being like, yeah, yeah, I'll wear the jersey. Like, yeah, yeah, I right, think it's really right. adorable. But I also I have to agree. I'm like, oh, man, I do, like I, do what, I have to wear one. Like, I, just, I don't know. <laughs> I just forcing somebody to wear a rainbow. Anything is like a little much for me. But I do think that it's crazy that they banned the tape. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't didn't did they ever force someone to wear a rainbow anything i well, think they wanted i think them a, to. i think a part of the discussion was to show so your much support. attention being yes. paid to the seven who didn't should there be uh i so i don't believe that there was no i don't think yeah. anyone was forced. and i don't think i don't think in any field of anything you should be forced yeah. to wear i mean anything yeah. that supports anything other than anything, the game right. that you're playing or whatever yeah, I, it is i, I, I agree, and I agree i'm the same that. way with like you know, I go to events and they like want you to wear like a sticker or something, and I'm like, I'm not wearing the fucking sticker. I'm not. I'm not. I'm <laughs> right, not. This is my favorite shirt. I'm not putting. I'm a not sticker putting on a sticker on it or whatever yeah, it yeah. is. And it's so in that sense, no, I don't like that kind of requirement. But the outright banning because of the the seven presence of a, because yeah. of seven that that I'm is sure. the real problem. It's like on for Pride Night for um for the what's the baseball? What's their end up? Dodgers? No, but like NBA or MBL or. Oh. Oh, major um, league MLB. MLB, MLB. Thank you for the MLB. Like when they had their like pride night shits, I'm sure that the players had an option of wearing the rainbow ones or not. And yes, I do think that there is a bit of, well, if 18 other players are wearing it, everyone's going to see I'm not wearing it. So yeah, I might be guilted into wearing it and that's fine. Guilt is a wonderful thing. I I think that's acceptable. Yeah, That's totally acceptable. But the, the idea that like, uh, the banning of it just feels so like unnecessary because then how much of the fucking American flag is all over that stadium? I would get, I would venture to say probably quite a bit. And to me, patriotism is exactly the same as wearing, even though I don't like a rainbow flag, but I also don't like wearing a patriot, uh, an American flag. Like the, the fl- wearing of flags is a sign of patriotism. The same with the rainbow flag. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's an option to wear it, to show your pride for your country yeah. or your yeah. community or a cause. And so if the if the if the American flag can be all over that stadium, well then why can't the fucking rainbow flag? That's yeah. true. Yeah. Why, why why can't why can't there still be a pride night and during the pride night there are pride jerseys and whomever chooses to wear them can do it and yeah. a handful of recalcitrant Russians, <laughs> uh homophobic Russians uh who don't want to then, you know, so so be it. They they can deal with the consequences and you know yeah. there will certainly be some folks on social media. Also, who watches the um, NHL? Let's be real. I mean, no. I you know, it's it's actually funny you say that because I know that was like a clean out, but I'm going to continue this conversation. Uh <laughs> It's funny you say that because uh, I, being from Michigan, hockey is huge. Yeah. And a ton of friends of mine played hockey. And I was shocked when I learned as an adult that NHL is far and away the least popular of the four major sports in America. I yeah. was shocked. because you can't see the puck. You can never see the it's, puck. It is, it is hard to follow. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's so funny. I will say I've gone to a couple hockey games. I will say I actually really enjoy the experience. Um, it's a, it's like a slightly, it's a smaller stadium than like football or baseball. Yeah. Um, 
I went I like to some Michigan hockey. hockey hockey games and like they roast like they roasted almonds so the whole stadium yeah. smelled oh, yeah. like heaven. Oh yeah, Elliot would love it. It's cold in there. That's what nice- I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah. yeah, that's why I like a high like a hockey game because of the temperature. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'd love to ride a Zamboni. And uh, and <laughs> oh, Brent, you can't. He just he just said I'd love to ride a Zamboni. How could <laughs> yeah. you not uh, pick up it on to that? You. Setting it up. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What are you gonna? What, what you know? What am I gonna say? He. Has an orgasm from the from the bumps on the ice. In the no, Zam- you're gonna I mean, say who's who's Zamboni? Yeah, which one of your mini suitors were Zamboni? Guys, that that's not creative enough for me. I, I don't sink to such levels. Not even joking. We are okay, here today. Ahead. Oh, stop it. We are here today with my longtime friend Cody Saya. Hi, Cody. Hi. Oh. Thanks for having me. Oh, so I mean, well, I have to say, I'm going to give a little peek behind the curtain here. Brent has been looking forward to this conversation for a very long time. Um, he, I think he's a big fan of yours, Cody. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm, a, I, I know so much about OnlyFans. It's like <laughs> it's, it's very, almost horrifying uh, to our listeners. So I have plenty of questions. But Alan, go ahead and give us some background. Yeah, I mean, Cody. I mean, I just wanted to give some background on us. And you and I go way, way back. I don't even know how long at this oh, point, yeah. but like many, many years. And we were just texting about something that we both realized. We both thought of as pivotal moments in our lives, but we didn't realize that they were pivotal moments for each other, which I thought was so interesting, that text chain we had just a few days ago. So in 2017, Cody and I had known each other for a long time at that point. And you had just moved to New York, right? Yes, I just moved back to New York to continue um, studying at the School of Visual Arts. Mm -hmm. And so it was like a major milestone in my life where I was like, you know, moving across the country from L.A. to New York Mm -hmm. and starting fresh and... Uh, yeah. Do you want to continue? Yeah. The story? And this was before yeah. this was before you started your OnlyFans or like really blew up in the adult entertainment space, right? I think that was correct. I, I the timelines yeah. are all kind of a, all over my head. Um, the nudes were still private. They yeah. were still just <laughs> right. yes. kept in the DMs. Well, they were in my DMs. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but then. They so I came to New York, I think for something related to the movie. I forget exactly why I was in New York, but we had met up, of course, as we always do when we're ever near we're near each other. And I was about to I was like, well, we're going to go to the view. So me and you and our friend Dusty went to the view and we saw Dolly Parton on the view, which again, full circle moment, because I just interviewed Dolly for a cover story for Newsweek, which is coming out. No fucking way. Yes, I'm very excited for that. So that's also a full circle moment. But so we had gone to see Dolly at the view. But like for me, it was a pivotal moment because literally the next day after spending a couple of days with you, just because we both were sort of like in these sort of cross paths in our lives and doing different things, you having just moved to New York, me having done the movie, and then I had literally met Michael the next day after that. Oh. Literally the next day. And oh, wow. so it was such like a pivot. And for you, why was it so pivotal for you, that moment? Um, I think it was like this kind of a passing of the torch in a way where it was like, you know, you being a friend from LA and just like having known you for so long and then also hanging out with Dusty Mm -hmm. um, and like starting my life in New York. And I don't know, it felt like a fresh start and in a way just like kind of, um, yeah, like a transitional moment. Yeah. But it was truly a canon event. Like it had to happen. Yeah, It was like an old friend, an old friend. I mean that literally a very old friend easing you into (laughs) a new being back in New York. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and I mean, Um, and it was, it was, it was, what I loved about it is that like, 
I love that neither of us knew that that was such like a canon moment for us, but yeah, we remember it so fondly. You know what I mean? And yeah, that, it was just like it's truly rent free in my brain. Yeah, and also the fact that like you know so much. I mean, you've gone in so many crazy different directions since then, and really you know done so many different amazing things. I also want to note before Brent's questions about um, about anything <laughs> with OnlyFans. The other thing that I love about Cody, which not many people know. Cody's a Jew. Elliot, Cody's one of oh, us. Hey. Yes. Yes. Surprise Jew. Yes. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Which side? Just kidding. Uh, my dad's side. <laughs> no, it's so wonderful. I remember my when, I, when, I, when I learned that, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, I guess this is for life now. I guess we're friends for life. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so wonderful. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, growing up, I was like, my dad would take me to shul every Friday, sometimes Saturdays. Um, I would go to Hebrew school every Sunday. Um, after his passing, I kind of like stopped really practicing just because there's a lot tied to um, Judaism and like my memories of him. But mm-hmm. I've since started um, going back to like Friday night shul or mm-hmm. Shabbat services. And oh, wow. um, yeah, I don't know. Nice. And also like I'm currently dating a Jew, a nice yep. Jewish boy. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, we have that shared uh, trauma and experiences. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like been something really beautiful to bond over and yeah. kind of, um, yeah, just revisit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nice. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, Brent, take it away. All right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so I'm, I, all right. These guys know better than anyone. I'm very, very buttoned up. I'm very uncomfortable being nude so to me the idea (laughs) that that you would want someone would one day say oh i can put myself i can put my body i can put my nude body out there and for it to be appreciated and and to make money is so foreign like what was that leap like for you uh like what you going from you know being a just a i guess quote unquote a normal guy and then one day you're like making money on OnlyFans. what was that like yeah um first of all i was never normal um yeah. i'm just like <laughs> i put it in quotes but put it in quotes. yeah yeah <laughs> um i guess it was like kind of an easy transition so i i grew up having a computer in my room and yeah. so like i was always oh this sounds so bad but like i would like cam with guys in high school still in the closet. Um, I feel like I was always kind of online. And so, yeah, it just like felt really easy for me in a way. And also when I was 19, someone leaked my nudes on Tumblr. And that was just like kind of a really scary and shocking moment, I guess, you know, where I'm like, oh my God, like what's going to happen? Absolutely nothing happened. Yeah. And so in a way, I think... um, this was me kind of like reclaiming my image and my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in OnlyFans was, and, did you, yeah. but do you do, you were with Sean, you did Sean Cody movies? I don't know if I'm, well, no, that came so. I'm like, film just, movies? Just, El- El- Elliot, Elliot. <laughs> that, wait, that came after. So the lore, the timeline. Yes. The, so there was, as it would be. It was OnlyFans first, because I remember when you oh. were, when you were making the decision to join OnlyFans, you weren't like unsure about it, but you were like thinking about, because you were also in school and you had your co- future career to think about and all these different things. Mm-hmm. And I remember you and I having conversations about, you know, you doing it and, and doing it in, yeah. in, doing it in a smart way. Way, which I you've obviously done. 
And it's strange Thank I you. wasn't a part of those conversations. I don't know why, Alan. I don't know why I wasn't invited. Because the news were already anyway, leaked, Brent. You didn't need them. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you should have CC'd him. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Uh, <clears throat> but, then, um, but yeah, so then Sean Cody came after your many years on OnlyFans. Yes. So um, Sean Cody reached out after I had um, kind of started or created an audience for myself. Yeah. And then from there, uh, other studios started reaching out, um, including uh, Men.com, mm-hmm. Cocky Boys, um, Himrose is another one that I've shot with. And then Him- Himrose, yeah. I don't think that that's the one I don't know. <laughs> Himrose, yeah, Himrose. Uh, it kidding. started by Davy Wavy, the YouTuber. YouTuber. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, of YouTube fame. So, Super sweet guy and a really interesting concept for his studio where it's more um authentic and more connected sex. Oh and... uh, yeah, 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 for sure. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. Uh so there so for someone listening or for Elliot or whoever who might want to make an OnlyFans page. <laughs> uh <laughs> First of all, what what is what is like advice you would give someone who's starting? I mean, let's be honest, like it's now really become a phenomenon. There's a lot of folks on there and I think it's harder to get traction. I think this is always the case with social media. It's harder to get to get traction uh, three, four years after it blew up. So what what recommendations do you give people who want to start uh, on that path now? Uh, Gosh, that's. A really good question because <laughs> I don't even know what advice I would give myself, yeah. you know, starting yeah. out. Um, I think just like stick to it. Just, con- yeah. you know, continue turning out that content. That, and that's just, what I tell people too. I say, you stick know, to it. I love <laughs> yeah. your page. Don't give up, baby. Don't give You're up. You're a star. Uh, Keep yeah. going. <laughs> um, is it, no, so yeah. you have, what was it like? You know, you you make an OnlyFans page, which I think OnlyFans really blew up during the pandemic. What was for it sure. like all of a sudden, for perhaps within the span of a month or a week or a few months, being going from just, you know, an exhibitionist having a lot of fun online to being like, oh, I'm making a lot of money doing that. What was that like? Uh, it felt pretty surreal. And I mean, even doing this podcast right now, I just like suffer from imposter syndrome constantly. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh my god, no one's gonna subscribe to my page. No one wants to see me naked. No one finds me hot. And so, you know, I was constantly pinching myself, being like, no, this is real, and mm, it yeah. feels really good, and it felt very empowering and also like um, humbling in a way too, mm-hmm. just because there aren't a lot of Asian faces within this space, and so it felt really cool to, you know, carry that banner and just like, yeah, yeah. That is also something that, like, from even before you had an OnlyFans that I admired about you, like, even on, like, your close friends posts on your Instagram or, like, you know, anything like that, you call out sort of, like, the 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 racism and the Asian bias in sort of com- grinder communications or when mm-hmm. different photographers you've worked with or different things you've done or even now with in, in, in adult entertainment, you also talk about sort of there is this bias that, that happens a lot. And I, I want to know, like, yeah. how... Do you ever, especially now, since you are working with studios, like, do you ever worry about maybe saying something that might get you not working at a studio? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you ever worry about them not understanding that you are an Asian person calling something out that needs to be changed and not holding it against you in a way? Yeah, um, I think it's probably happened to me quite a few times where I've called studios out or like directors or even other models and, you know, 
folks have just like not wanted to work with me because of that. Mm-hmm. And more than anything, I feel like that's just um, realizing that they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and just like being too embarrassed to like, you know, uh, correct that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you're it's... also probably you're also probably making more. And I mean, just on the economics of OnlyFans, you're probably making yeah. more in a month on OnlyFans than you would be from any one scene that you do at a studio, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of the studio work too is just like free promotion, really. Yeah. Where you know it's just like my face showing up on a banner, you know, and it's just like mm-hmm. some kooky little snippet. Yeah. So, um. Here's... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Here's a, here's another question for you. This is Brent's Frost uh, Nixon. He's <laughs> never, been, <laughs> yeah. never been so engaged. Literally, Brent has never been more alive on a podcast. It, 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 is, it is very true that that uh, several of my friends who listen to our podcast know that like the moment I am turned off by even the slightest word that someone says that I didn't like, I will stop talking completely. And this yeah. is probably the most dominant I've ever been during a discussion. <laughs> In in two, I logged. Episodes. Wait, let me just say this. Go I on. logged onto the doc, so we do we do a shared doc for each episode, right? Elliot puts it together, and he tagged me, knowing that I know you personally. You are mm-hmm. a close like friend, your family, and yet yeah. when I logged into the doc, Brent had already filled out like everything, all, all of my questions. <laughs> By the way, he doesn't call me family, just so you know. Oh, shut up! Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it so? You amass this following. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it hard to keep people engaged? And do you find that people are coming and going frequently? Because as, as, as someone who joins a lot of OnlyFans, I'm only in it for a month and then I'm gone. And I, for the first time, I actually followed a guy who confessed in one of his messages that, mm-hmm. uh, that he had lost a bunch of followers, quote unquote, that month for not posting much. So is, is yeah. it challenging like to, to constantly keep it fresh and keep people engaged? It definitely is and i feel like you know there's so many ways that i want to like reinvent myself or keep people engaged be it like um mixing up what kind of content that i'm posting each week and i do my best to try and post like at least three times a week just to keep people engaged um but that totally is a thing where people will just subscribe for one month and then just like you know leave and I'm probably come, come back. back yeah probably yeah. come back I have, yeah. I have a naive naive question to ask when you're deciding what to like what to post and like trying to find those you know th- make those three i guess videos during the week like mm-hmm. literally what goes into it like what have i and and I'm I don't subscribe to any OnlyFans so I don't know if it's like hardcore shit or if it's just like light to, I, I don't know i don't know yeah. what goes on but like how do you decide oh just asmr yeah hardcore, <laughs> hardcore shit. That's, that's a good point i mean i try and mix it up where it's like oh i'm gonna be topping in this so then next week i'm gonna be or the next post i'll be bottoming or like mm-hmm. oh i haven't posted like a little boudoir photo set in a while right. so <laughs> i see so you do like you really change up the vibe like depending on the stuff that you made but what about what do people you can message right like people can message you so sure. people, does that does that like change your mind about what you want to post as well? You know, when I first started, I wasn't sure. And I would just like listen to what everyone said. And like, right. you know, I would try and take everyone's input in. But I realized you're not going to please everyone. Yeah. It's impossible. And yeah, so yeah. more than anything, I want to please myself. And like, if I think this post is going to be sexy or cute or like it's going to get people excited, like mm. I'm going to post it. Are, yeah. are people are people ever nasty? 
in in comments? Has, has anyone ever been like mean? AKA Brent has been like, have, do, when I write really <laughs> nasty messages that's, to, that's not to true. content that's not creators. True. I'm very, very complimentary, by the way. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, folks are pretty, folks can be pretty fucking mean. Oh, uh, yeah. e- even, even yeah. on a platform like that. Interesting. Yeah, even Why folks who have like subscribed to me, you know, where yeah. they'll just like complain. I'm like, this isn't really a complaint box. And also like, yeah jokes on you because you subscribe you pay yeah. your money yeah right, well right. I, I, just to reframe that question a little bit like what i think we talked about i mean i don't know if we talked about it before but like i know you and i've talked about it that sometimes when you're selling when you're a sex worker and you are essentially selling a sexual product there because the person has quote unquote paid for the month there's an expectation of sort of what you need you must then capital m u s t must deliver and when right. you don't necessarily give what you what they expect, I imagine then people can sometimes become really mean about it. And do you, do you experience that yeah. a lot? The expectations of the of people wanting more from you? Uh, not as often, um, just because people like know who I am and they know what I'm providing. Um, but yeah, just like speak on that point. It is just like really crushing at times when you know engagements are down or interactions are down um and it's hard to like divorce yourself from like the number when you are the product yeah exactly yeah. like you are the product and you know it's so hard to not take that personally sometimes yeah um yeah. has there has and, and I'm, I'm obviously not trying to feed that the voice in all of our heads that that you know tells us to be insecure about ourselves but like has there been a moment where you're like i'm done i'm done i can't i can't keep doing this or or you feel like uh, maybe the platform itself is sort of peaked or, 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 or whatnot. Definitely. I've had so many moments where I'm just like, okay, like, have I hit a fucking ceiling because, um, I am Asian and I feel like I have to work twice as hard to get half as much as a lot of the white creators do who are, you know, barely posting anything or not posting at all. Yeah. And so there are moments where I just feel like kind of defeated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also that even kind of bleeds into my own like sex life out off of camera mm-hmm. where how does, how does that even work yeah um sometimes it most often it doesn't because do you find that <laughs> not, you've, not sound like a people, bomber but yeah. no but you've <laughs> yeah. met people i mean it must be some sort of a mind fuck to go from creating your own content and performing in for like studios to then the privacy of a, where you're with one person or whatever and you're like yeah that's got to be it's just got to be like a lot a lot of different yeah. mindsets to to navigate between yeah where like you know i'll meet up with someone on grinder or sniffies and they'll have some sort of like expectation, expectation. of me to perform yeah. um or folks will think that i'm catfishing oh mm-hmm. interesting as myself that yeah. happens a lot too like I mean, that's, that's kind of a compliment. But... That's kind of a compliment in a way that, like, yeah. you're so famous. They're like, no, you're using this famous dude's pictures. I, yeah. You know? Actually, pe- yeah. people people often think I'm catfishing. They've seen my phone <laughs> and clip from 2016. Well, I, I do want to say to Ellie's thing that, like, like you said at the beginning, too, like, you are, you've been in your, the, the relationship you're currently in for over a year now, right? A couple. Yeah, it's been a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's a great guy. And so, like, it isn't yeah, all just sort of, like, a mind fuck like you one of the things yeah, that i love right. about this and what going from sort of us discussing when you were originally going to join only fans to where you are now mm-hmm. is that 
it's taken you fucking all over the world. Like you've gone on great, you've gone to great places. You've done great things. Like you, you're able to, you. to do things for people that like you wouldn't normally be able to do. Like there are many good things too, that I love seeing in you because I remember back in LA, there were times that you would be very, you would struggle or there'd be an angry moment or there, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was, it was different. So it's, I love to see the blossoming of it all. You know what I mean? And how good Thank you're you. doing. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, it feels really good to like come to this point. And, like, it's being within this industry has helped me find my own confidence and my own voice mm -hmm. and feeling sexy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not done with my questions. Um, <laughs> so here's here's another one for you, because uh, I know Alan has talked about, well, you, you talked about moving back to New York to pursue art. Yes. And, you know, w what's it like to establish a career, a successful career, doing something that might not be ultimately the dream that you envisioned? And and are you able to kind of balance that or does it kind of hurt a little bit? You don't think... know what Da Vinci did in his off time. <laughs> right. oh, yeah, he wasn't locked up for sodomy. No, yeah, right. no. What are you talking about? He was super straight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... At first, it was kind of like all encompassing where all of my focus and um, yeah, all of my bandwidth was like devoted to the OnlyFans and porn work. And um, as of late, I've been able to like kind of reconfigure and focus more on a balance and working more on my art while also maintaining videos and editing and yeah. scheduling posts and etc. But it is like, you know, I feel like it's just such a taxing um job career yeah. i don't know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, yeah like it... i have to wear a lot of hats that people don't necessarily realize and folks you know who say like oh get a real job well babe i'm like editing i'm scheduling yeah. I'm coordinating yeah like right. i'm doing so much that you don't yeah. see behind the you know yeah yeah behind the but scenes. it's your full-time it becomes your full-time job like enough that you can sub you can supplement or i don't know if that's the right word but like you can pursue your your fine art and then this is the rest of your life not forever like i don't right I, right I but in the yeah yeah for the time being yeah yeah that's which great. i feel really privileged and lucky to have that mm -hmm. so definitely what medium do you do what what kind of art do you make uh illustrations so i do comics um i mostly do digital um working on merch i have merch yeah. nice. <laughs> of my where, own illustrations nice. where can they get the merch uh you can get it at codysilver.me uh, oh nice all right good. yeah we got nice. totes we got crops uh tanks etc yeah. merch uh, queen Brent, Brent, merch more questions queen. more, more <laughs> questions building the so, brand so where like without getting obviously into specifics uh mm -hmm. for the listeners um there are two there are two ways of making money on OnlyFans. Generally, people will pay money to join your page. And then yes. sometimes, uh, generally straight guys, will basically just post teasing pictures mm -hmm. and will sell you, like, let's say, a, a jerk-off video for $50 in the DMs. Mm -hmm. And I've mm -hmm. often wondered, um, 
there's sort of like I've started I've stopped uh, following as many OnlyFans pages for that reason because it's like I'll join a page Good. I'll spend what is ten it? fifteen dollars for play or something is that what it's yeah, called yeah yeah pay, yeah pay per view yeah pay per view you know you pay, you spend yeah. ten dollars then you find out you actually aren't seeing anything and that you have to spend another hundred dollars to see them actually nude and I uh, absolutely refuse to do that mm-hmm. so I'm curious though where do you find you make more money is it through the subscriptions or is it through PP pay per view I think I make the most money through retention and subscriptions. Um, you know, I'll do, I call them, folks call them pre-releases where, you know, I, I like edited this video two weeks early before I'm scheduling it. Um, and you can like get it for $15 and yeah. I'll send a mass DM very out. Very reasonable price, but this is a very reasonable price, by the way. Yeah, but I figure, you know, like with the subscription, people should have access to all of your content. Yeah, and I yeah. find it so scammy when yeah. folks do the like, oh, you paid $15 and you got to pay a little extra to watch, you know, this I mean, video or that it's, video. Like, it's a big deal. I, it's a big yeah. deal in the community, in the porn community, porn watching community, yeah. because Look how bright it's like, I just love how happy Brent is <laughs> that you answered it that way. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I, I, I feel like I'm like, I'm on, I'm on like a PBS show <laughs> Crossfire and I'm like talking about the only thing I care about, which is the porn industry. But, <laughs> but it's a big deal because I found myself in a, you know, I've, I, I don't spend unlimited amounts of money on OnlyFans, but I've joined a lot of pages over the years and I've found myself not doing it and, and fighting the urge way more often than not because a lot of these pages now are pay-per-view. They're yeah. bilking you into mm-hmm. yeah. joining and then and then they're charging you unreasonable amounts of money for a video that might still suck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, th- does that make you mad? Does that worry you a little bit about the the platform? Uh, it Honestly, I good for the girls who are making that money and yeah. doing that. And I feel bad for the folks who are paying those, <laughs> those dollars, you know, yeah. to watch these like crappy videos Yeah. or, you know, maybe they're good. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but just... yeah, I'm just doing, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. Which I, yeah. And I just like want to be honest with folks. Um, and yeah, just be as, well, you're not an asshole as about it. Like you're not yeah. like a, you're not an asshole. And I remember us having that conversation too. Like I remember when you were doing it, I was like, just don't be an asshole where you post like a, like a topless picture. And then like, you don't give them anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, you can't be yeah. that asshole because then yeah. that you be, then that just creates resentment. And I don't think it really makes you go far unless you're like an Aryan looking white dude who's straight. Like, because those are the <laughs> only ones who can do that. It seems. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so upsetting. I'm like, gays. Yeah. Support. Queer creator. Yes. Yes. Exactly. What what is it like going from doing your your own thing, doing it solo, creating and editing and putting out your own material to then being on actual porn sets? That must be um that must be crazy. Yes. Or the the way that I have to to like I have to like, you know, shift my brain and like how I'm thinking in the moment because I'm like, okay, there's a DP, not that kind of DP. And like, you know. Yeah three camera people and a PA on set. And I'm just like, Oh, you get a little camera shy. And like, I, it's horrifying into it. Yeah. 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 It really is. Honestly, like how does, was that, I mean, I genuinely cannot imagine a scenario in which you, a, in which that's comfortable, at least off the bat. Like, how do you get there in your, in your, in your mind? For myself, I usually just like focus on breathing and like yeah. the sensations more than anything and just kind of like, 
I mean, yeah, I don't do drugs, but I will like disassociate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm going into my own little personal K-hole. Totally. And just like focus on my part, my scene partner and just like right. um, focus on their touch and their smell and just, yeah, just being well, present. And it is kind of awesome to go from, I mean, just like in general, it speaks to the brand that you've built up, which is you, to like... Because back in the day, everyone knew Sean Cody was a place for white dudes who were sort of like straight fluid, who they only had yeah. one type of person, and that's the porn that they had, to now be in a place where not only did they pursue you because of the work and the brand that you created, but they're also like mm-hmm. diversifying and actually putting queer people into their films and like doing, you know, mixing it up a little bit, which that should that should say a lot about what you did over the years. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I, oh, sorry, Cody, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, I was just going to say, like, yeah, it is. I have worked with straight um, creators before, um, usually on sets for different studios. Um, and in a way, it does feel a little bit um, exploitative yeah. of these straight guys. Um, I guess it's exploitative for both the gays or the queers that are watching it, too. But, you know, in that, um, yeah, more often than not, they, like, really need the money. Yeah. And so that's why they're doing it. And it, yeah, just feels very disingenuous. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I, I, I think I think a good button on this conversation would be uh, I still remember a, a coworker back in New York. Uh, one day we were just chatting in like the break room and he was like, you know, I'm thinking about he's a straight guy. But he's like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about making like a, starting a porn company. And I was like, I, George, I have. So many ideas you have no idea. I went home and I I wrote him this like four page Facebook message. Oh my god. And I came, came in the next day and and I was like, hey George, did you see my message? He's like, Yeah. You can maybe chill out a little bit. On this, uh, <laughs> you know, You're like, know. you Mark, you have a business plan <laughs> slides. <laughs> right. He's like, yeah, we were just chatting in the break room. I, I'm uh, not really gonna follow through on this. Well, Cody, this was a delightful conversation. Uh, I got all my questions out, and I'm appreciative of that. Uh, where can sure. people find you uh, online? Where can they follow you on OnlyFans? Yeah, sure. Um, Instagram, it's silver.cody. Twitter, it is, or X. Yeah. Overlord Elon has changed the name. So it's um, <laughs> Cody underscore Saya, S-C-I-Y-A. Oh, I need to ask you about that. So like Elon, yeah. like last week or something said that he was, they were, did you read this, that they were changing the model of X so that it's not going to be allowed to have adult content? Yeah. Like um, that seems like a horrible rescind- business strategy. Rescinded it? I don't know. It's going to go the same way as Tumblr. Yeah. Where you know so many people were using that platform, and then as soon as adult content was taken off, died. What's the point? Yeah. What would be the point? Yeah. Why would you log on to Twitter? That's the only like the literally Twitter would be absolutely nothing if it wasn't for porn. It became yeah. like the porn social media aside from OnlyFans, of course. But it's how people advertise their OnlyFans pages. Why would you get rid of that? Well, I, mean, I would love for Twitter not to exist, so hopefully it happens. Well, but, I mean, do you worry yeah. about, like, what that can do for your promotion and, like, promoting yourself and stuff? Because so much, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it just, like, kind of makes me worried. I yeah. definitely want to, like, diversify yes. where I'm advertising and Reddit, what I'm doing. Reddit is big. Reddit is yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, everyone go follow. Send me some subreddits. Oh, Brent's got them. Trust me. Brent's got them. Everyone go follow Cody on the OnlyFans. Do it now. Brent is doing it. Brent's probably already been signed up since day one. Yes. That was me typing. And another thing. So Change Research, which is a polling firm based in the Bay Area, did a poll recently about like red flags that one finds in a partner now bear in mind that of course this was a uh a poll but amongst mostly i would imagine straight people because it's all between women and men but there were some really interesting you know takeaways um uh the biggest one being that um a red flag 76 percent of women um found that uh, ident- a partner who identifies as a MAGA Republican is a turnoff. That, oh, yeah, more yeah. than three and quarters. And 60% of men. I mean, that, I was also a little bit surprised. Stunned. Uh, it's at, great. At how, at That's how great. high. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, let's see. Some of the other ones were uh, if they say all lives matter, 60% of women saw that as a red flag. 41% of of men saw it as a red, red I flag. Do, I love the, bar- the Barbie one that women say that if that a little over half of the women uh, thought it would be a red flag if a man said he refused to see the Barbie movie. Yeah, oh. I, I, I would actually, I would, it's it's funny because there are some things on here that I wouldn't say is a, like that one of them is, do they listen to Joe Rogan? I can hang with someone who listens to Joe Rogan as oh. long as they're not a MAGA Republican. I can't. But, um, but like, I can see that like refusing as a man, refusing to see a movie because it's about Barbie, uh, feels like uh, yeah that would be like oh fuck off who the fuck are you yeah oh I think it, go ahead no it's just very funny because again this is this all pertains to straight people so it's very funny to imagine like <laughs> gay guy thinking that it's a red flag if like what other gay guys like oh no i'm not saying yeah, Bar- right. like barbie's like like yeah. at the center of the 2023 gay nucleus, essentially. Yeah, right. I love right. that. I, I love that they identify as a communist, and women are mostly like <laughs> split on it. They're like, "Well, I could live with it." Yeah, whereas, right. whereas men are like, "No, that's yeah. the Roman Empire thing." That is that right there. The communism one is a Roman Empire leftover as well for men. So, you know, you know what men and I'm sorry. You no, know what men know. and men and women are equally uh, uh, equally not repulsed in the least by the idea of. Uh, a man or a woman saying that they read. <laughs> that they read. Yeah. Re- reading is okay. I guess it's sexy. It's so sexy. I, I put uh, on our list of things to talk about, I wanted to put red flags uh, in dating profiles. Mm, yeah. Oh, uh, well. And Elliot, may, Elliot, you might have found this uh, poll as a result of Googling that, but I was actually, I wanted to have a discussion about individual red flags that when you've come across them, what do you, what turns you off immediately? Like on a date and or on a profile? Uh, on a profile, and I'll and I'll tell you, I'll tell you a couple of mine. First of all, uh, and it's not it's not shockingly, it's not as rare as you would think this, that this comes up. Whenever someone says they aspire to be a pilot or fly a plane, I'm like, nope, I'm not fucking getting in the back of your fucking plane. Fifty hours into you fly, you like learning how to fly, and you're gonna crash it into a goddamn mountain. Nope automatic left swipe never i refuse ah. uh elliot you have you had one uh i remember from years ago you said you don't like it on hinge when people will enumerate whether they're a top or a bottom oh i hate it so i i i, Why? I, I hate it um 
Well, I mean, stating it is one thing, you know, I guess, but the, I, I don't know. There's something about someone being like top bunk, bottom bunk. I'm like, yeah, right. I don't know. It just seems like <laughs> such an unsexy conversation to have. I mean, to be fair, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's bad. I think that my attitude has changed from years ago where it was like, the idea was the suggestion of it. Now it's information. I, I don't know. It doesn't yeah, really bother I think me it's, one way I or the other. it's helpful information that men and like heterosexual couples would probably benefit from if they were more transparent in the things that they enjoyed and didn't enjoy. I think I was just enjoy. I just think I was just annoyed by the coyness of it where I'm just like, just say it. It's a little go. Yeah. Just say it. But I mean, now, I mean, my green, my most green flag and it will always be this is when somebody is a teacher, a social worker or a nurse. Teacher. I try try to make teacher work. Nurses are freaky. Nurses are freaky. Yeah, I've been with many nurses, and they 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 freak (laughs) like nurses because. And the thing is, is like they can be because they know the limit. You know what I mean? Like they know when they might need to be. They they need to put. They might mean to put on their nurse's hat or something. Yeah, yeah. Like Elliot, how many how many nurses have you been with? God, oh my God, so many nurses. <laughs> but I love a male nurse. I love a teacher. I love a social yeah. worker, somebody yeah. who's like in the mud, you know, working for the greater good in some way or in some something remotely civically minded and yeah, um, civic minded. My my red oh go ahead. My red go flag ahead. on profiles from back in the day would always be if they ever said anything about a race preference, I immediately would pass on. Yeah, them. like yeah. which, by the way, is really really rare. I'm now. glad that has changed I, because I, I, yeah. I would say I I would go so far as to say I almost never see it anymore. Yeah, if they, I mean, really, that was kind of it. Like, and I also think if it was someone was like a Republican or something, I probably would just not pursue just because. I don't think we'd yeah. we'd yeah. have much to talk we would, about. We would butt heads. Yeah, I, comparably on Hinge, you can say that you, you can now say that you're quote not political, and I won't I won't match with one of those fucking motherfuckers. Oh really? Um, yeah, I, I I will not click. Well, no, I won't like someone who's not political. If someone who likes me is not political and I find them attractive, I'll ask them why. I'll ask them what that means. And that happened only once and they unfriended me. They unmatched you, oh, wow. me Can that. you imagine a blissful life in which you don't have to talk politics with someone you live with? <laughs> like, I mean, can you, and then you only have it for like the people who are actually like smart in politics. Like that actually, I mean, I'm, I'm, oh, that's it would my, be fan, it would be fantastic. That's, that's but my life. They still need, <laughs> that is actually my life. I still need to vote. That's all I'm going to yes. say. Oh, and last, sorry, last thing. I That was a, and yet another good end, but I'm going to power through. Uh, <laughs> and this this happens, this also happens, is, isn't as rare as you'd think in Los Angeles. If they are a life coach. Oh, uh, no, thank hard, you. Yeah. Because no, a life coach is, it's the same with astrology too. Uh, yeah, if they, and that's another red flag. Astrology is <laughs> a red flag too. Yeah. A life coach is just literally an indication for someone who's unemployed. It honestly, yeah. like it fully is. Astrology, I mean, astrology to me has become so common as like a very yeah. mainstream quote unquote quirk oh, that it doesn't bother me Alan, anymore. It annoys the, the thing that doesn't bother me either. But Alan the thing that it. I find the most, the biggest red flag for me, at least, I mean, I deleted every dating app. I'm just so over it. But the big red flag for me was somebody saying that their sense of humor was sarcastic. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I'm that's like, I'm that's, that's like yeah. the most common. That's like the most common response you'll see on Hinge is like, Fluent and sarcasm. I'm, oh my <laughs> god! I'm, I'm really? I'm oh my done. god! Yep, done. Pineapple, oh, pineapple on pizza so... and fluent and sarcasm is like no. the most. Yeah, yeah. I'm done because sar- saying you're sarcastic is like being is like the gay equal the gay uh, 
equivalent of being like I'm basically like Chandler Bing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, god. I'm like, and especially in in the gay world, it means like I'm mean. That's that's yep. what sarcastic means. It means I'm mean. Alan, you should be glad you fell in love with your soulmate. <laughs> What would your aunt say? Ryan, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's show? Maybe you should have chilled out a little bit on with Cody, but whatever. <laughs> who, who am I to judge? Uh... My aunt my aunt Joanne would say, Can somebody get Brent a beta blocker? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 what wait, what's that for? What a beta blocker is for again? Uh I think for blood pressure. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I, honestly, I don't remember. It's just the consonants are very funny, and it sounds like a very Jewy drug. It does. Okay. Yeah. A beta blocker. Beta blocker. <laughs> How about Aunt Anne? Aunt Anne would say, I subscribe to one only fan, and that is your Uncle Ray. I'm his only <laughs> fan. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Aunt there you go. Anne headlining yet again for the 264th fucking time. I'm sorry. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh elliot's mad El- i cursed elliot's mad he's like i don't want you cursing i want this podcast to be like stern i don't want you cursing stern there's plenty of cursing on stern no that, that's what that's that's the hypocrisy is that originally you were like i want this podcast to be like the gay stern and then like i tease you about being sexual and you're like oh, i don't want to talk about that i'm not sexual <laughs> i'm keeping all this in Go, right, oh, go ahead, go ahead and find with me. <laughs>